You're listening to the Pimp Cron Podcast. Well, welcome one and all to the Pimpcron Warhammer podcast, where we aim to ignite the flame of hobby in each and every one of you, and we cater to the casuals and the fluff players. So, what do we have tonight in store for you? I hear all of you asking, I always hear you asking, did you know that I can actually hear what you're thinking? It's a little known thing. This is episode 27 of the Pimpcron Warhammer podcast, and tonight... We are going to have a, of course, as always, this is in no particular order. We have a Tesseract mailbox where our friend, the friend of the show, Grendel, calls us out on some bullshit we talked about, and he disagrees, and he's like, hey, you guys suck, is basically what he said. So we get in a bit of an argument with him. And I'm joined by McStorman on that one, as we berate poor Grendel for disagreeing with us. How dare he? We also have a Real Talk with the Pimpcron, where we discuss the correct pronunciation of Warhammer terms. This is of great interest to me, and I think it's really cool. We are constantly mispronouncing things in Warhammer because we don't hear them said, we only read them. So no one is ever really in agreement with exactly what that means, you know, is it like, uh, I'll give you a Marvel Comics, you know, thing, is it Molnir or is it Majolnir? You know, people always have the... I'm talking about Thor's hammer, for those of you who don't know. But it's M-J-O-L... Uh, M-J-O-L-N-I-R. It's Molnir. And uh, so we have the same stuff in Warhammer. And it is super, super fascinating. I give old McStorm in the test to see what, if he knows how to pronounce things properly. I also do it myself. And I was surprised at how many things I say incorrectly. What else do we have? Well, let's look here. Let's do recycling old codexes. There's a, well, here's an idea with Cron Jr. And we discuss some really cool crafty ways to uh, recycle your old codexes. And uh, some of them are so cool. One in particular, I cannot wait to do, honestly. We all have old codexes around and uh, uh, some pretty cool ideas. We then have a Want That or Want That Not with Cron Jr. again, and we discussed the new Skaven dice that just came out. Uh, they got the little green uh, warpstone pips, and uh, they just came out recently. And we decide whether or not we want that. Finally, we have a Get Brutal with the Pimp Cron discussing the second supplement. Then It's an expansion with uh, five new realms in order to, uh, to up your campaigns and whatnot. And all kinds of new artifacts and new realm events and realm statuses and uh, different event tables and even a new mission where you're hunting a giant beast and it is super, super deadly. And uh, we start discussing that. So uh, we talk about the sacred pools and how cool that is and how deadly that is. So I hope you stick around for that. That's at the very end of the show. And I hope you stick around to have us uh, to just laugh at McStorman and I. Because we don't always know what we're talking about, and we certainly mispronounce things. So, what has been going on with me personally? Well, I'll tell you. I have no idea. Oh, I've been painting Grey Knights, struggling with a paint, Grey Knight paint scheme that I like, because uh, I didn't want to just do silver. So, I'm dry brushing the whole thing white, adding gold trim, and the shoulder pads have that blue gem effect on them that gives them almost like a marbly color. It's, uh, it's, it's That's actually pretty cool. 
uh, and um, corn red backpacks and storm bolters, which I'm kind of iffy on. But so it's a very weird, very weird color scheme, but I'm enjoying it. And what else am I doing? I've been, hmm, I guess that's about it. Um, I've been playing my Soul Blight, and boy, I'm pretty boring. I've been working on some uh, other game projects, which I will be selling card games and whatnot. So that is it. I'll stop boring you. Let's get on the show. Let's get all this going. And um, and as always, thank you for listening, and thank you, Patreon supporters. Let's open the Tesseract mailbox. Welcome to another segment of the Tesseract Mailbox. This is the Pimpcron. Today I'm joined by Mick Storman. What's up? And I am going to be reading a message from uh, a friend of the show, Grendel. And he writes, uh, let's see what this says. Hey, Pimpcron. I love the show this week. I agree with you on the want that. Dang, those cultists look sexy. The main reason I am writing you is to sadly inform you that I disagree with you on skirmish over big games. What the hell? I does, punch him in the face already. He has some real nerve yeah, he does. to write. Does he know who I am? What a... I am a Z-level internet celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're famous. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, way back in the day, Mage Knight era, I was like you. I loved the small games and scoffed at the dorks playing two or three hour games. Uh-huh. Why would anyone want to do that? I have tried many skirmish games from Infinity to Free Blades to D&D Miniatures to Kill Team and nothing comes close to the fun I have <laughs> Sorry. Uh, moving my horde of boys or towering tyranid monsters. I just love the big griblies, and you never get that feeling in a skirmish game. Hope you have a great week, and I look forward to the next podcast. It is a shining moment to start out the crappy work week. Grendel. So okay, The only thing I liked about his email was the name Grendel, because it's that monster from Beowulf. Beowulf. Yeah. The rest of it's pure garbage. I know. Uh, just pure garbage. He's, it pisses me off oh, so yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. That that this this guy has the audacity to write into here and dare disagree with me. I, I, yeah, I agree. I bet he has no testicles just by that <laughs> just by that email. There's it, nothing there. You know, anything we say mm-hmm. is law. There's oh. no there's no refuting it. Oh yeah if, yeah. if it's on this podcast, this is real life. It's raw. Yeah. It's you just can't argue with it. Yep. So, um. No, actually, uh, Grendel's a really nice guy. He's wrote in quite a bit. What do you think about that? Um, I never got your take on... Man, my thing about long gaming, I, I just, I'm the same way. Uh, especially if you got kids, family, work. Long, I mean, back in the day when you're single, I, was, I would appreciate long games more. Uh-huh. But nowadays, I, I, I don't have time for long games. It, it's too much energy. I like to play a quick... 15 to 30 minute game and and that i like to see my thing i like to get a bunch of games in yeah versus just one game yeah because say that you, you did play a long game and you're just dying the whole time you're losing and you know you're gonna lose anyway you're just drawn out and you lose yep. it sucks that's so, what's nice i hate to bring up the m word but uh-huh. that's what's nice about magic uh-huh. is that if you're getting your butt handed to you yeah the game's like 10 minutes yeah and the next <laughs> game you might get upper hand and you yeah. do better it just yeah i agree i just long games i, I could see if you had nothing scheduled the whole day like you had a guy's night out yeah and playing warhammer that sounds really nerdish but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Woo! go out to the bars and do all kinds of stuff yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna play warhammer all day which uh, is which is fun excuse me can we reserve this table uh <laughs> guns trained put out the girls will be coming at us oh god but anyway I, I could see that if you had it set a, like you took a Saturday where he didn't he had no responsibility and he played 
long games all day long. Uh-huh. But realistically, I, I just don't think it's possible. That's why I don't really play video games anymore because it just takes too much it's energy. It's a time sink. And most video games are really long. Yeah. So and, I, and then you've got side quests and you've got, oh, yeah. and then... And you just don't have time for that. It, it, to me, it's no longer appealing. I like I like games where you could, you could join in, play, play for five, ten minutes, and then get off, and then that's it. Yeah. That's all I have time for. There's nothing crazy long, so... Now... Um, I had previously talked in the Let's Get Brittle with the Pimpcron segment of last show, and that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Is how I said the reason why I designed Brutality to be a game I wanted to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can create my own characters mm-hmm. using the system of, yep. of you know, customer, customer characters, a character customization, if I can get that word out. Yeah. And it's fast. It's like um, I can solo a game like in 30 minutes by yep. myself. Um, usually, usually when you get somebody else, you got side chat and stuff. So it's like a 45 minute game, but still it's not long. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, there's other various aspects to it, but the reason why is because the skirmish, and this is what I said in the previous, um, segment is that skirmish, not only is it much, it fits into your life a lot easier, Mm -hmm. but it also, uh, it's much more tactical. And the reason why is like, okay, if you've got a hundred dollars to spend, yeah. Okay, you're going to be like, oh, I'll buy this, I'll buy that, I'll buy this, I'll buy that, right? Yep, boom. But if you've got $10 to spend, you're going to be like, okay, i got to really make this count. Yep. And it's the same thing it works for the number of models in a skirmish versus a big game. Yeah. Big game, you lost 10 models, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you lose 10 models in a skirmish game, you're probably gone. Yeah, you're, you're, and it's you're a, dead, you're going to lose. It's a big deal. Yeah. So, um, that's what I was talking about. But having said that, I really, really do agree with Grendel. I'm actually playing both sides of the fence here. Because I have Warhammer in my life for those big games. Yeah. Okay. So if I did not have Warhammer, I would probably pick up some other big battle type of game. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I li- I do like that. Uh-huh. There's something cool about looking at the board and you've got all your models spread out. Yeah, I mean it looks cool. I yeah. agree. Um so and and that actually this newest edition of forty K, eighth edition, um, really helps in speeding up those games. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can have a lot of models in the field, but it goes faster. Yeah. And um, so that's why I'm so happy with this, this edition. But uh, anyway, so N- Grendel, number one, we're just joking. Um, and uh, thank you for writing in. I'm not joking. I, <laughs> I don't know who you are. McStormin is pissed. <laughs> uh, See, my, my rule of thumb with gaming, it should be like masturbation. Okay. It, doesn't, it doesn't take very long. <laughs> Maybe maybe ten minutes to play how you play it out. Uh-huh. Maybe fifteen minutes. But can you imagine masturbating for two hours? That would not be fun. <laughs> that would not be fun at all. One so. word: chafing. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah, you'd be peeling skin off. Yeah. God. You're, you're, so, and then they call them dick skinners. Your hands. Dick skinners. Dick skinners. What? Because you're, you're you're doing it so much, you're peeling the skin off. Oh my god! Is that a real term? <laughs> yeah. I heard a redneck say. It. Oh. Watch dick those skinner. dick skinners. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's got dark. <laughs> you, you know, you learn something every day, don't you? <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought I was up on all those terms. But I've Come never on, heard of Dick Skinner. I mean, uh, Pim Crunch. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, all right. Well, anyway, thank you for writing, Grendel. And actually, I do agree with you. I love big battles, but I also love skirmish games. And if I was going to design my own game, which I did, yeah, I would design a skirmish game because of the yeah. tactics of it. The stakes are much higher. I agree. Like Monopoly so. would be so much better if you had one one go around. That's it. Oh, yeah. Just one turn around the board, then you're done. Yeah. Then... Well, you know, the way they whore out that IP for Monopoly, uh-huh. you can't say that too loud or there will be a fast play version. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a small square. Yeah. Hey, hey. 
That'd be um, interesting. Because they do they do all kinds of versions of Monopoly, like oh, Cheaters yeah. Monopoly, where oh, you're yeah. intentionally trying to, Try cheat, to cheat, and yeah, Electronic Monopoly. They even and... got Warhammer Monopoly. They do. I forgot about that. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. I wonder if that's out. <laughs> we we covered that like three months ago. Yeah, we yeah, we did. Yeah. Talk about why would you even buy that? But I don't know. If you're an extreme fan, I get it. If you just want to put it up on your wall, I get that part. But to actually play it, I don't. Yeah. Anyway. All right, thanks for writing in, Grendel, and thank you for being on, McStorman. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. And don't you ever dare disagree with me again, ever. We will kill you. Want that or want that not? And this is the part of the show where we decide whether or not we like things. What's it called, Cron Jr.? It's called Want That or Want That Not. Excellent. See, he knows he knows what it's all about. So today we are going to be discussing the uh, Skaven dice. And uh, what is your first impression of these dice, Cron Jr.? I think that they would m- be like uh, more made by Necrons or something than actual <laughs> yeah. uh, Skavens. Actually, yeah, um, those would make pretty nice Necron dice, um, minus the giant Skaven symbol on uh, the six. Yeah. But do you know why they're green? Uh, no. Okay, so, uh, warp stone. Is... Oh, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, see, those, those are actually chunks of warp stone sticking out of this dice. Now, I've covered a lot of these sets of dice in the past, and I didn't really like many of them. Like, um, the, uh, the Beastmen dice I accid- accid- absolutely pooped on. I did not yeah. like them at all. But... The Skaven dice, do you like these, or do you I not like, like these? I like them. They look cool. Um, I mean, like, the threes on the picture look a little out of shape, but it's that makes it look cooler. Yeah. I also like how um, the outside coating of the... They do this for a lot of the dice. The outside coating, the gray, yeah. is like a separate piece from the green. Yeah. It's almost like the green is this piece inside, and then they snap the gray over it. Yeah. It looks really cool. Now, I have not been a fan of many of their different types of dice, but this one, personally, I absolutely love. And the reason for me, um, see, you don't have these issues yet because you're not old, like you're, okay. like, like Daddy Cron, but <laughs> <laughs> I like dice that are very easy to see. You yeah. see that bright green and that dark gray? Yeah. That's high contrast, and older people like high contrast dice. We don't like when it's lime green pips and medium green dice. It's hard to see. So these, um, that's what I had an issue with the um, the uh, Beastmen dice. Okay. Was that um, they were very similar colors and it was just boring. It was brown and tan or whatever and it was stupid. Yeah. But this dark gray and this green is really, really pretty. And you're right. If it weren't for the giant um, uh, Skaven Sk- symbol... Uh, it would definitely pass as um, Necron dice. Yeah. So, um, is this a want that or want that not for you, Cron Jr.? I would say this is a want this for me. And this is an absolutely want this for me as well. Do you play Skaven? Uh, no, I haven't. Do I play Skaven? I don't think so. No, I don't play Skaven either. Now, just James does. Mr. James does. But, um... Even though this is, um, even though this is these dice are for Skaven, I would definitely want them because they're so pretty. Yeah, and you could also just uh, like 
erase that uh, Skaven symbol and make a six. Oh, uh, yeah, you could do that. For did, your Necron Did army. you notice the price tag, though? Oh, yeah, it's $30. <laughs> 20 dice for $30. That's like... Each dice is like $1.50 or something. Um, you are absolutely right. That's some quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, you're definitely paying a premium for them, but uh, these are pretty sweet looking dice. Yeah. So it's a, it's a want that from Kron and a want that from Kron Jr. Now, here's an idea. Hey guys, it's time for Well, Here's an Idea, and today the Pimp Kron is joined by Kron Jr. Say hello to the fine people, Kron Jr. Hello! And we had some really, really cool craft ideas for those of you who are crafty. And they all involve the old codexes. So if you've played Warhammer or Age of Sigmar, uh, 40k or Age of Sigmar for any amount of time, you probably have a couple uh, codexes lying around or maybe even rule books lying around. And one thing that's really neat about Games Workshop is what do they have in their books, Kron Jr.? Uh, they have these really good illustrations and... And uh, maps. Yeah. And, um, even individual pictures for each individual unit. Yeah, the, and they, and these people, and GW actually, like, uh, sets up these models and takes pictures of them along with terrain, which is cool. Yeah. So, what is, um, let me start off. I'll say that, um, I kind of made the mistake, I was being a little lazy, and when... Uh, I moved a bunch of my Warhammer stuff. I had literally stacks of old codexes. And in my fit of being wasteful, I threw them all away. And it hurt me inside. I died a little that day. And I uh, kind of regret it. Because now that we've been talking, there are a lot of cool different crafts you can do. So, number one, with your old rulebook if you have a store or a man cave or a hobby room or anything like that most of these are the perfect size for cheap frames from dollar general walmart um hobby lobby any of those places and they are beautifully detailed and they have a synopsis about the different units and things like that currently uh cron jr and i are looking through the uh, 40k demons codex and just the the number of illustrations are gorgeous aren't they cron jr yeah, like, um, there's this guy sitting on a turtle slash slug slash, I don't even know. Horticulus Slimex is his name. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, and, and Epidemius, and there's all kinds of really cool things, so. there's that guy holding the tree branch. He looks like the great unclean one, but with a tree branch. Yeah, yeah, he's really into trees, I guess. So, anyway, the, uh... So, what I was saying is, is if you were to just cut some of these pictures out, you could frame them up and put them all around your store, all around your hobby room, and people would have stuff to look at, and it would look really cool, because these are very, very high-quality books with good illustrations. Right? Yeah. Um, I also think that you could, um, like, cut them up and put them in collages. Okay, so a collage of GW illustrations would be awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what could you do? Like, um, like by God, you could do like a Nurgle collage. Yeah, you could, um, 
you you know it would be really cool you could take like um cutouts of these uh pi pictures and then you can like uh, make them fight each other oh so you could um yes uh what you could do is you could set up a uh a battle like um there's something that you probably don't know anything about because you're too young but people my age they grew up in the 90s yeah um we had something called color forms okay and they were basically, um, they were like Klingon stickers. They weren't sticky. Like, you couldn't stick them on, like, a wall or anything like that. But there'd be a box of all these color forms. And basically, you they were, like, kind of rubbery. And they I had a Ghostbusters one. I had a Ninja Turtles one. Um, I don't remember what else I had. But Ghostbusters, I played the crap out of. And uh, basically, you could set up scenes. The back of the box had, like, a scene, like um, a haunted house. And you could put your Ghostbusters in all these different things. It would come with ghosts. It would come with Ghostbusters. It would come with, you know, like beams of energy and things like that. And you could make your own pictures, but they didn't stick permanently. You could peel them right back up. Okay. And this is essentially the same idea that you just came up with, is that you could cut out like a bloodthirster and make a scene fighting space marines or anything like that. You could, like, uh, take some, um, you know those immortal guys? They're like space marines, but they, they like, uh, teleport down from the heavens or whatever. Wh and, which guys? Are you uh, talking about Necron immortals? No, 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 Necron immortals, like the space marine immortals. They're those, those, uh, bl those purple and uh, gold guys that you paint. Purple and, oh, Stormcast. Yeah. Oh, that's Age of Sigmar. Oh. Stormcast Eternals. Well, you could cut those out and make them fight, like, Zinch or something. Yeah. And um, making little dioramas with paper would be pretty cool. Um, that That's definitely an idea. You cut out each individual model and then glue them to something with a background or whatever. Um, also, if you took that one step further, if anybody's ever heard of a shadow box where they take, a, like, a really... It's a picture frame, but it's really deep. It's, like, three inches deep inside, like, a box. But it's also a picture frame. What you could do, and um, I've seen people do this with magic cards. They've made almost 3D magic cards where they buy like five magic cards of the exact same kind. And then they cut out different parts of it. You've had children's books like this. Yeah. Where there's different layers. There's five different layers of the same card. And they cut out different things in it. And it makes it have like a depth to the picture. Well, you could do that. You could cut out these people glue them onto like cardboard and have them at different depths and make like a diorama that was almost 3d that would be pretty cool i admit that uh what about christmas time what could you do with these pages you could use them for wrapping paper yeah um they would make very very colorful very very cool wrapping paper now you gotta be careful who you give them to like, your mom probably wouldn't want demons all over her Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this, what's this red guy with horns dripping in blood, drinking from a skull? Oh, never mind that. <laughs> so, uh, he was one of the three wise men. <laughs> uh, might have been sacrilegious, oh, but, uh, boy. anyway, so, yeah, you, you gotta do it, you know, Give give your friends the guy drinking from a skull or, you know, your boss or no, don't give it to your what? boss either. <laughs> you got to be careful who you give these to. Um, but uh, that would be really cool as wrapping paper. 
here's another really good idea. Here's my million dollar idea that I really, really like out of reusing old codexes. Okay. okay. If you cut out all of the pages to these old codexes and like literally like rip it out in a very nice and neat fashion, you could then buy a blank uh, tablet of paper and stick in the cover. So you're basically taking out the paper pages and keeping the cover, the hardbound cover. Yeah. And you glue your own tablet in there. So now you have a place, for those of you who don't play, don't use Battlescribe or some other uh, program like that, you could actually make your lists. Like, Just James usually handwrites his lists because he's Amish. And <laughs> and uh, uh, you would have a whole book that looks professional from the outside. It says, oh, Chaos Demons Codex, cool. And then you open it up and it's all of your army lists. You could have a 750 point list a 1000 list a 1200 list a 1500 list and just you could literally make all comers lists for literally anything yeah and that could be super super cool i find that cool too yeah i might actually do that i'm sure i have some old codex left somewhere um but uh any other ideas cron jr for uh else okay well there's several ideas that we've come up with for using your old codexes if you happen to have any other ideas um also wait here's another one that we discussed is that uh, we were looking through the models showcase in um in the book you could actually make physical magic cards using these images like like your magic cards Use your regular magic cards that you do, yeah. but cut out a picture of so-and-so like a Beast of Nurgle and put in that box instead of the real card image. And you could make a whole Warhammer-themed magic card deck that has the the cost and the power and toughness and all that stuff that the normal card has, but they have all Warhammer images. And if you want to get really fancy, you replace the name on it too with Beast of Nurgle rather than whatever card you just used. Okay. That'd be and pretty you could cool. also, you, if it was like a mage, you it would say uh, human mage. You would take that out and put chaos demon instead. You could, or you could make sure that you actually use a human mage, like a space marine psyker. Yeah. He would be a human mage. So that would be pretty cool too. Uh, of course, you're basically ruining all your magic cards that you're putting this on, but honestly, come on. Yeah. Warhammer's cooler than magic anyway. <laughs> anyway, I hope you can at least use one of these ideas that we came up with with for recycling your old codexes and making Mother Nature happy. Thanks for being on, Cron Jr. You're welcome. Now it's time for Real Talk with Pimp Cron. So for our main topic today, we have all kinds of words that we don't know how to say in Warhammer and Age of Sigmar, or I should say 40k and Age of Sigmar, and uh, today I'm joined by Mick Storman. What's up, guys? And uh, I thought he would be the perfect one to help us figure out exactly how to pronounce these words from uh, 40k and Age of Sigmar, and the reason for that is is that he's new to the hobby, and he may be familiar with some of these words, but he's certainly not familiar with all of the words. So, let me tell you a little story. It goes something like this. You know my son, Kron, 
Jr. And he often, like, we always make fun of him because he often mispronounces words. And the reason why is because he reads them in books and he doesn't know how to pronounce them. Uh. So uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny, <laughs> actually. So uh, I, I wish I could think of one uh, off the top of my head that he, he mispronounces. But anyway, I was the same way as a kid. So Cron Jr. reads a lot. I read a lot as a kid. And I was always mispronouncing words. Um, like when I, you know, at one point I thought it was paradigm instead of paradigm. <laughs> because it's it's spelled paradigm, yep, yep. you know, or um, uh, some people. This wasn't me, but I've heard people call it phlegm instead of phlegm, huh. because phlegm is spelled mm-hmm. phlegm. Yep. So, um, I just thought it'd be interesting to have you on here, and uh, all of us have our own prejudices about um these different words and how you pronounce them. And I did quite a bit of research online to find out exactly how do you pronounce these words, and there's a lot of debate. All the forums I went on, people are arguing and blah, blah, blah. So some of these words are actually from history and they are re, um, they are real historical words that already exist. And you can actually, you know, dictionary.com and see what their definition is and how you pronounce them. Other ones, were, uh, Games Workshop has actually made up. And of course, there's no official pronunciation of this. So what I did is I went to everybody's uh, secret crush, Duncan, and I went to their uh, painting tutorial videos, and any way that he pronounced things, I took that as fact. And I will tell you, case-by-case scenario, how I proved that these were the proper pronunciations. Uh, Because I figure Games Workshop makes those videos, and if he was pronouncing McCrag as McCragger they would be like, Duncan, you're dumb. Yeah. Don't say it like <laughs> <Probably>. that. <laughs> you know? So I, I'm assuming that uh, he is saying them correctly. So let's start with the very first one. I'm going to pull it up on screen. And old McStorman here, uh, you got your glasses on, old man? Uh, I don't need glasses. <laughs> okay. But I do say I can't read good. <laughs> okay. And a lot of these words are strange. So you're going to be seeing these for the first time, and you're going to be like, what the hell is this? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... I hope I don't embarrass myself too much. You will. <laughs> All right. So, what's this first word? What in the world? Don't get too close to the mic. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, hold on. See, so there's a capital C. That could be a name or a place, right? Is that how it works? <laughs> it's, it's not Hangman. Just, <laughs> just go, go ahead and see if you can read it. Uh, custodes. 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 Is that what you say? Yes. Okay. So this is a faction. Uh, these are the people that are the private guard of the emperor in 40k. Uh-huh. And um, uh, they are like custodians for him. Uh-huh. They take care of him. Uh-huh. So they're called... That, that's how it's spelled. Uh-huh. Well, I always said custodes. I was going to say that was my next guess. Yeah. I always said custodes. Uh-huh. Other people say custodies. Custodies. And I always thought, custodies, that's stupid. There's mm-hmm. only one E. Mm-hmm. It should only be custodes. Uh-huh. Well, I actually looked this up. This is a real word, and it's custodies. Custodies. It's a, it's a Latin word. Ah. So you got it right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I'm hoping everybody Woo. everybody at home should play along and see which ones they get right and which ones they get wrong, because mm-hmm. many of these, I realized I was saying wrong. Yep. And Don't I'm gonna, get mad if you say it wrong. Yes. So, um, so Custodes is right. You're one to know. Yeah. Okay. Where's my prize? <laughs> most most talk shows you get a little prize for winning. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, lap dance from Loremaster Alex. That's what you get. <laughs> so all, all my dreams have come true. 
<laughs> All right, the next word. Uh, that oh, that is a uh, bail. Right. You you probably know where this comes from. From the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a real word. So this is the home planet of the Blood Angels, and uh, in Warhammer 40k, and I have heard it called ball, and I've heard it called bail. I have always said ball, even though there's only one L and there's two A's, or, or bow, you know? <laughs> like a bow movement? Ball, bow, or bail. Mm -hmm. You are 100% correct in yeah. saying bail. Yeah. Which, to <laughs> me, that really bothers me. The the, the pronunciation of that. Uh -huh. Bow. I mean, bail. Uh -huh. Like... It drives me nuts. The only reason but, why I just recognize it from uh, from the scriptures, and I yeah. just, that's how they pronounced it. So, well, you know, I've never seen a word with two A's. Uh -huh. Like you see two E's, yeah, two yep. O's, mm -hmm. um, even two I's, like in Hawaii, mm -hmm. but you don't see two U's or two A's. Yeah, you just don't yeah, see that's, that. That's true. So I guess no, it would make Aaron. A -A -R -O -N. Oh, oh, and that's air like yeah. bail. So yeah. I, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. All right, well, so, so far, you are 2-0, oh, yeah. and I'm 0-2. Oh <laughs> so, so this is, this is word... I'm a new guy. That's right. This is word number three now. Ooh. I would say Chimera. Chimera? Or Chimera, yeah. Or Chimera. Chimera. Come on, make a decision. Hmm. I say Chimera. All right, so he says Chimera. Uh -huh. I always said Chimera. And this is actually a mythical beast. Uh -huh. So um, Chimera, I think it's, it's shape changes or it has many heads or something like that. But anyway, that's in, the usage of this right here is an Imperial Guard transport called a Chimera. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hey. And it is called a Chimera. Sweet. It's it's I've I've heard uh, Loremaster Alex calls oh. it a Chimera. <laughs> it drives me fucking up the wall. Chimera. <laughs> it is not Chimera. And I've also heard um, Chimera, uh -huh. and um, Chimera. And uh, what did you say? I said Chimera. Chimera. Mm -hmm. And I mean, so, but you never hear this said. Mm -hmm. So you don't know exactly how oh, it's yeah. pronounced. Yep. Um, but this is a real thing you can actually look up on like dictionary.com. And it is Chimera. Okay. Huh. So I am one for two. Mm -hmm. Let me keep score on this. Hold on. Do I have a pen? I don't have a pen. I need to keep score on this. Hold on. Uh, so, oh, it's small numbers. Yeah. You can remember. So. I am one and two, uh -huh. and you're two and one now. Okay. All right. Next word. I say daemon. Okay. Um, I always said daemon mm -hmm. because it's got a fucking A in it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> daemon. Uh-huh. Uh, this is actually also a Latin term, mm -hmm. and it's just pronounced demon. Demon. Really? Yep. Huh. Um, I actually did not think this was a real word. I, I thought that Warhammer 40k and Age of Sigmar, they pronounce their demons like this. Uh -huh. And even though they have a penchant for Latin, I should have guessed. Yeah. But um, I always thought that they just threw an A in there to make it fancy. Kind of mm -hmm. like when people write magic and mm -hmm. they'll put like a K on the end. Yeah. I just thought they were being fancy. Yeah. But it's actually demon. Yeah. So huh. the A is entirely silent. That's so weird. Yeah. It's like the Mackinac Bridge. It's like... it's you, it's. It's called the Mackinac Bridge, but there's words in it that you would never guess are in Mackinac Bridge. Oh, really? The letters, I mean, that word, letters. I forget what it was. It's something stupid. It's like Mackinac huh. Bridge. It's like it has a K on it, but it's Mackinac. It, it just doesn't... 
a lot of words don't make any freaking yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't get um, it. Like, uh, it's um, it's Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I used to know a guy. We used to pass there going on vacations down south. Yeah. Oh, Fayetteville. There's Fayetteville. And uh, my one friend eventually. Oh, you remember uh, John? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Him. yeah um, and uh, an old job we used to have, and he was actually from Fayetteville. And I mentioned Fayetteville one time, and he laughed at me because he says it's Fateville. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's clearly Fayetteville, uh-huh. and he says it's Fateville. Kind of like a nearby uh, town slash city near us is called Salisbury, but it's spelled Salisbury. Yeah. But everyone says Salisbury. Well, it's actually an interesting thing to discuss. Um, a lot of, like, um, where I was stationed up, up in uh, Michigan, there is a lake called uh, Mononskung Lake. But that All was right. that was the proper name of the, the lake, the, the official Mon- name, Manongskung Lake. <laughs> but lake. all the locals called it Mud Lake. That's it. What was so funny about this this language barrier is that we would use the proper terminology and say, "Hey, have you ever seen a boat in uh, Manongskung Lake?" And they'd look at us confused. They're like, "We never heard of Manongskung Lake, but we know a mud lake." Mud Lake. That's so weird. So basically, it comes down to where people they they make up their own like the locals have their own name for something. And it's not even the right name or the right way to pronounce it or even the right name. Even they just, I guess the same way would come with Warhammer is that people, there's probably a, a proper name for these pieces, but everyone commonly calls it one thing else. Yeah. And that's, that's it. And, but it, it's so funny that it, I was telling these people, these local fishermen, the, the proper name and they never heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's written around the chart. It's right there, spelled out on the charts. But the, the locals have been there, for, you know, like, I've been here for 40 years. We always called it Mud Lake. Mud Lake. And look at me like I was the freaking idiot, you know. So it's, Was it's, it really muddy? Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't muddy at all. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was marshy or I think whatever. it was easier to pronounce. Manongskong so Lake. Lake. Mud Lake sounds, I guess, more, I, I don't know. But it's also, it's also funny that, that everyone... They just knew it as that, and that was only. They did never heard of Manungskun Lake. What about our county? Worcester or Worcester? Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. it's um W O R C E S T E R. So it looks like Worcester, and I believe there's a, a Worcester County in England too, mm-hmm. and yes. um or a Worcester, uh, maybe a town or something. Anyway, I don't know my geography in England, but um there's a place called Worcester, and. Everybody that is not from here goes, oh, Worcester, Worcester. <laughs> what? No, everyone pronounce it Worcester. Worcester County. Don't ask me why. Yeah. It, it, it should be W-O-O-S-T-E-R. Worcester. I, I think it's, I mean, it's a language barrier. I think just how people pronounce it in the regions. And, and, and have you ever noticed that the local people always pronounce things the simplest way possible? Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I think just the, the, you just get lazy in your, your verbiage, I guess. All right, well, we've digressed enough. So yes. here is, uh, I forget, so wait, uh, I am... I got this wrong, wrong I'm, too. I'm one in three, mm-hmm. you're two and two? Yeah. Okay. I'm one in three, you're two and two. All right. What's this word? Say galls. Galls? Yeah. All right. That's all. So this is actually a real word, uh-huh. and uh, it has to do with, I think, Tesla. I, I don't remember. But anyway, it's a science word, uh-huh. and it's a type of energy. And um, I always said goss. Uh-huh. And I've everyone I know calls it goss, uh-huh. period. It's a goss blaster. It's a goss flare. Uh-huh. It's Necron technology. Uh-huh. It is actually pronounced gauss. Gauss? Like a mouse. <laughs> Isn't that like, yeah. I guess I see it. Gal? Yeah. Um, That's weird. There's an army in 40K called Tau, and it's T-A-U. Uh-huh. Tau. Uh-huh. So I guess gauss. 
But it sounds so stupid to me. Yeah. Should be Gauss. Gauss. But nope. Nope, it's Gauss. I got my Gauss gun. (laughs) (laughs) Set a Gauss trap. Not very intimidating. Yeah. (laughs) Not very uh, intimidating weapon. No, Gauss sounds way dumber than Gauss. Yeah. Gauss sounds like like a boss. You're Gauss. Gauss. Yes. Gauss like a boss. Um, So, uh, we both got that one wrong as well. So, I'm starting to lose track here. My small... My small human brain. Yeah. Uh, I'm two and or three and two. You're. I was two and two. Now I'm three and two. Or I'm you mean you're two, two and three. three? Two and three. Two and three. And I think I'm three and one. No, I'm four and one. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, one and four. I think I only got one right. All right. One and four. Let me put this on my fingers so I can remember. Okay. Uh, no. I mean, I would say Abaddon. Abaddon. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm sure I'm wrong because it's too obviously easy to pronounce. <laughs> Pike, it's called like Chevlonka Blanc. You're right. How did you guess Chevlonka Blanc? <laughs> um, so Abaddon, now this is actually, uh, he was a, I think a demon in the Bible. Um, I heard the name before. Yeah. And um, this is, so this is a real word. Mm-hmm. And I've always said Abaddon. Uh-huh. And everyone I know says Abaddon. Uh-huh. It's actually Abaddon. Abaddon. I never, no, I never heard it pronounced. I mean, I probably read it Abaddon, but I never heard the pronunciation of it. It is Abaddon. Huh, Abaddon. Yep. Huh. So, um, that makes, uh, I'm one in five. Uh-huh. And you're two in four? Yes. No, no, no. Well, I was two and four last time, so I'm two and five. No, is that right? No, no, you're two and four. Okay. Um. Yeah, we suck at numbers. We suck at numbers. I can't multitask. Hey, folks, I got an A in calculus. <laughs> and A in trigonometry. And Hold I, on. I still can't do math, so. Hold on. Even the simplest, uh. I gotta get a piece of paper, because I can't, I can't handle this. I know, I can't. Like. I feel so dumb. All right. Maybe I need Comic Core math. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I am uh, one and five, right? Okay. And you're two and four. Okay. All right. Uh, and, you know, it's funny because if you're going to listen to this episode later on and, yeah. like, we make a math error, we're going to be wrong from now <laughs> on. And people listening will be like, it was idiots. I know. Hey, I, disclaimer, <laughs> folks, we suck at math. At least I suck at math, so. I, I just can't multitask. Yeah. I, I can't remember numbers and talk. Yeah. So, all right. Now, you've probably seen this one. Uh, uh, Nolan? Nolan. Nolan. Um, I've always called it Nolan. Nolan. Just mm-hmm. thought it was Nolan. Yeah. This apparently is a real word, too. Uh-huh. It's, uh, I think they said a German word. I had to look on a forum for this. Uh-huh. It's a German word, and it's Null. Null. Like, like wool. Oh, like Null. It's Null. Mm-hmm. Null. Huh. I mean, it kind of sounds German. So, um, they they spelled it out and said N-U-U, uh, I'm sorry, N-O-O-L-N. Null. So, Null. Null. That sounds, yeah. That's too hard now. Nolan. That's official. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, it's dumb. Germans are freaking we, stupid. Uh, McStorman and I are the Ellis Island of uh, Warhammer terms. We're going to Americanize them, and yes. that, you just deal with it. If it's if it's too hard to say, screw it. You know. Yep. So we both got that one wrong too. Yay! Stupid Germans. I blame the public school system. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Here's a real holy peach. crap. <laughs> here's a real peach of a word. Um. <laughs> hmm. Okay, Robout Gilliman. All right, so you say Robout Gilliman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. 
Hold on. I, I, I want to make sure that I got to check my phone for That's the proper... so way off. <laughs> it is. And now, I always said Robute uh-huh. Gilliman. Uh-huh. Robute. Mm-hmm. It's actually Roboot Gulliman. So, the first I is silent. Uh-huh. And the um, kind of like... Well, see, we, we pronounce it like route. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. you know, R-O-U-T-E. Yeah, route. Yeah. But this is supposedly Roboot Gulliman. It was a Canadian? French? Uh, I don't know. You know, Games Roboot. Workshop takes a lot of stuff from Latin and from other words. So Let's take from America. Let's like, <laughs> take it from all these... They take enough of our money, these so... funny languages. Yeah, uh, America loves Warhammer, so... It's like, I'm pretty sure it's up there with the, the NFL. I just want to punch everyone with a funny accent. <laughs> God. The words are that's, stupid. That's the American way. Yeah. You punch anybody different. I don't want no French fries. <laughs> I want those freedom fries. That's right. So, uh, so it's Robe. Let me see. Make sure I'm reading I it know, right It's again. so right. stupid. You got to look at it. Roboot Gulliman. <laughs> Everyone I know says Gilliman. Mm-hmm. They make the U is silent. No, the I is silent. Uh. It's Gulliman and it's Roboot. Okay. Oh my goodness. So yes, uh, we've got several more of these. That, oh shoot. Now this is an army in Age of Sigmar. Mmm. Salvanth. 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 And it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That that's my guess. Okay. So I've always said Sylvanath. Uh huh. Okay. Sylvanath. Uh huh. I've heard Sylvanath. Mm-hmm. I've heard Sylvanath. Uh-huh. I heard whatever the hell you just said. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually Sylvanath. Sal- Sylvanath. Sylvanath. The the, the pronunciation the emphasis on the van. Yeah. Sylvanath. Sylvanath. Sil- I always said Sylvanath. Sylvanath. You're close. But they said Sylvanath, and it's funny because um, you know people, going back to this whole language barrier thing. Yeah. It's funny because you could be in a group of four different people mm-hmm. talking about Sylvanath. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, well, the Sylvanath, blah, blah, blah. And someone would be like, yeah, I really like Sylvanath. And then someone else, someone else would be, you know, oh, the Sylvanath. <laughs> uh, and you're all talking about the same thing and no one can... Say the right... Uh, no one knows what the right yes. way to say it. Now, um, this is one of those ones I had to go to Duncan for because uh-huh. uh, this is not a real word. It's it's one of the armies in Age of Sigmar. Okay. So uh, he said Sylvanath. So we're going with Sylvanath. Right, so I've ever came up with a uh, miniature games. Everything would have only three letters in it. <laughs> so it'd be so easy to pronounce and to remember how to say it. That's true. It'd be easy. None of this crap. I'm trying to be fancy and add words and make it make it complicated <laughs> to say. All right. Let's do the next one. All right. <laughs> this f- is another army name. Uh, I would say first first glance I popped in my head was Skitari. Okay, so you think it's Skitari? Uh huh. I oh by the way we quit counting. Oh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Bad man. If you're paying attention at home, you you keep count for us. Please write in and let us know what our scores yes. were. <laughs> so uh, it is actually pronounced Skitari. Skitari? Skitari. Skit. Uh, I can kind of see now, that. I and everyone I know has called it Skitari. Yep, that's With true. the tar. Mm-hmm. Skitar. Like the sil- uh We say Sylvaneth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's actually Sylvaneth. We say Skitari. Uh-huh. And it's actually Skitari. Skitari. Huh. Well, so, I kind of see that. Sometimes yeah. you feel like some of this is splitting hairs. Like yeah. they're mm-hmm. Like they're... They almost pronounce it weird 
for the sake of pronouncing it weird. Yeah, I, I, I think they're just trying to be fancy at this point. Yeah. Um, kind of like when people make up like alien names or whatever, and they put all these hyphens and dashes yeah. and, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I, just, I just picture people at like the, playing Warhammer with that know how to say it the right way. They say it with their pinkies up, like the, like the fancy way of saying it. Yeah. You know? Oh, did you just... <laughs> it's actually Skatari. You pleb. Did or you... Sk- it's oh, actually Skitari. <laughs> yeah, someone, some stupid new guy comes in the office. He's like, "Yeah, what about these new Skitari models?" And everyone laughs at him. And they're like, "Oh, it's actually Skitari, you oh, noob." Yeah. If anyone talked to me like that, if I try to get into the sport, <laughs> I would punch him right in the fucking nose. <laughs> Don't talk down to me, Warhammer, you little shit. <laughs> I would. I would so do it. Uh, yeah. Try to get all fancy around me. There's people that will do that though. I would freaking. I would. Run across the room, jump in the air, and put two feet in their chest. Don't correct me in this game. All right. So uh, the next one is a god for the Necrons. Uh, well, you could say Cetan, but I know that's not right. So I say Catan. So you say Catan. Yes. I have always said Satan. Satan. Okay. Okay. You're Catan. Uh-huh. I'm Satan. Uh-huh. It is actually Catan. Yay! Yeah. yeah. So Catan. That's right. Yep. And the for some reason, the K sounds so bad to me. Mm-hmm. I think Satan. Satan. Which is also interesting because... It goes to C. So. Because before I did research on this to figure out how to pronounce it, uh-huh. um, there's also a board game called uh, Settlers of Catan mm-hmm. or Satan. Well, back when I was... It's spelled um, C-A-T-A-N. So I had asked people that play that game... Hey, how do you pronounce this game? Because I figured it would be the same as pronouncing that. Yeah. And nobody could agree on how that game is pronounced. <laughs> so like Satan, Katan. So we just we suck as as a human race. Yeah, I agree. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So I know I got three, three. Here's all right. Before you say anything, this one is a real kicker. It blew my mind when I found out how you pronounce this word. So okay, so it's not the obvious then. So I'm gonna try to. Well, well what's what's your obvious take? Well, I would on say, it? Uh, uh, Karen. Okay, Karen. Mm-hmm. So now this is the name of a type of wraith for uh, undead. Uh-huh. So it's a you would say a Karen wraith. Uh huh. Okay, I've heard Karen. Uh huh. I've had I've heard Karn. Mm-hmm. And I've heard Cairn. Uh huh. Okay, I always said Cairn, like kind of like rain. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Believe it or not. Uh-huh. This is a real word. Huh. I thought it was a made-up word. I, I had no I idea what this is. Yeah. What does it mean? It is... Well, it's a uh, little... Have you ever seen, like, in movies where, I guess, the ground is too hard to bury someone, so they pile rocks on the dead body? Huh. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? That type of grave is called a kern. A kern. Huh. How the hell do you get kern out of C-A-I-R-N? That, no, that just, that's not even right. It is a kern. No, that's that's... So... <laughs> Yeah, I always said Karen Wraith. Yeah. I had a, a a buddy Josh that always said uh, Karn Wraith. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Karn, but there's an I in it. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, yeah, but Carnal, you mm. know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So this one blew my mind when I found out it was Kern. Kern. K-E-R-N is how it's pronounced. Yeah, I kind of see if you spell it down. A-I making an er. I know. All right, and this is the last one. This is kind of a mystery one. This is the bonus one. All right. Because I couldn't actually find a right way to say it. Hmm. A, it is not... So it's based off a real word. Okay. It's based off a Latin word. All right. But it is also a word that we use in the English language. All right. And it is... 
uh, but the the difference though is they took this word that we use and changed it a little bit. So the word that we're I'm getting ready to show you is not a real word in real life. All right. So I could not go to dictionary.com. I couldn't do anything like that. I looked online to find the proper pronunciation, and all I found was arguments. Uh huh. So I even checked Duncan videos to see, okay, does he ever mention this? And because it's not like a real faction, he never mentions it in the videos. So this next word is... Arbites. Arbites, okay. Um, I always... Or arbites. Okay, so it's derived from the word arbiter Uh or arbitration. So somebody that like mediates, you know, it's like a legal term, uh-huh. like a judge would um, yeah. be the arbiter of uh-huh. an agreement or whatever. Um, but an arbite is not a word. Uh-huh. So, um, so these, this is a word for like the police force mm-hmm. in the in the um, uh, Imperium of Man in 40k. And um, I've heard arbitus, uh-huh. which I always said arbitus because uh-huh. I feel like arbites sounds stupid. Yeah, I agree. And arbites mm-hmm. sounds stupid, <laughs> right? I always said arbitus. Uh-huh. Well, the closest I can find for a real answer for this uh-huh. is that the Latin word astartes uh-huh. ends with T-E-S, uh-huh. and you pronounce it T's, uh-huh. and custodes is T-E-S and pronounced T's. Okay. So this must be arbites. Arbites. Okay. Sounds freaking stupid to me. It sounds like a Greek god's name or something it's a latin word at the core Mm -hmm. but bodies yes but there's no no one's ever used an es on the end of it it's always arbiter or arbitration Mm -hmm. but it's not arbites yeah so being that it's astartes and custodes it must be arbites which sounds freaking dumb i agree so you change it to something like bites um, yeah. Uh, even Ar- Arbitus. <laughs> I mean, I I think Arbitus sounds the least stupid of them. How about Arby's? Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> they have the meat. Yeah. Uh, the T silent. Yeah. So, uh, I hope this opened up your eyes to how silly humanity is. You, you guys, but, Game Workshop, make your words simple. <laughs> like, why does it gotta be complicated to, to have a game? Like, there, there's a lot of simple words out there. Every single one of them should have little parentheses with the pronunciation next yeah, to it. Yeah, that would be a good way, too, actually. Yeah. Yep, I um, agree. And I can't remember what word it was, but it was a... Uh, I had heard years ago, before I looked this up, mm-hmm. years ago I had found uh, an argument where people online were talking about some word, and I don't remember what the word was. But uh, it was a Warhammer word, mm-hmm. and in one interview, one of the Games Workshop people had said it one way, uh-huh. and then like 10 years later, another one had said it another way. <laughs> so people were arguing, it might have been Gauss or Gauss, or what, but yeah. that's a real word. Um, but anyway, it was funny that even they don't exactly know how to pronounce their own words. What the hell, man? Guys, get on your game. Yep. I think it'd be cool if you had the actual word, and then you had... A, um, Quotation or parentheses like the what lo, like the locals call it. It'd be kind of like a more like a storyline. Yeah. Like the, the, the what the local troops call themselves. I gotta tell you. Yeah. Um, you brought me Dunkin' Donuts coffee today. Uh huh. And I absolutely love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So. Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta take a sip of mine. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah! If you can't see me, which you can't, I'm smiling, smiling right now, ear to ear, because it's so good. <laughs> uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, 
Dunkin' Donuts has not sponsored us, but uh, the Thin Mints. Come on. Have you have you tried the shot of Thin Mints? No, I never tried that. Oh man, it's so good. Mm. So anyway, thank you for being on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, McStorman, and thank you for being my guinea pig here because uh, all of us already have our biases yeah. on how to pronounce. I'm not gonna stuff. lie, I thought I was gonna do really. really I mean, I suited bad, but I thought I was gonna get nothing right. So I got most of it wrong. Yeah, I got one, one right. What a loser! Something, yeah, I know. <laughs> So, all right, well, uh, young Pimpcron had this same problem, and old Pimpcron has the same problem, so it's good. I think we will always have the same problems <laughs> words with stupid words like this. Come on. And if anybody's from Fateville, North Carolina, uh, give us a shout-out. Just uh, uh, pimpcron at gmail.com, facebook.com slash pimpcron, or the phone number I never remember, but it's in the show notes. Later. Yep, see you guys. Hello everybody, this is the Pimp Cron. I'd like to interrupt my show real quick to talk to you about a very serious subject. If you enjoy this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you would go on Patreon.com and become a Pimp Cronian. You see, my life is in shambles. My goldfish has a broken neck and is in a wheelchair. My house is currently on fire. My windows leak, even when it's not raining. I have not had a solid meal in three full weeks, and I haven't had a solid stool in three months. I cry blood, and my hamster is still illiterate. But all of that could change for me if you would just support this show on Patreon. Every dollar that you donate will go directly to my hamster's literacy fund. We will teach Nibbles to read. Let's get brutal. What's up, all my favorite people? It is Let's Get Brutal with the Pimpcron, and this is the time where I discuss my 28mm, uh, really any millimeter, uh, skirmish war game called Brutality, where you use uh, your own models, and you download the rules for free, and all of our supplements are for free, and all the free stuff is for free, and the stuff that costs money is actually for free. Because, you know, ultimately I just wanted to make a game that people would play and they could have fun with and they could be creative with and they could do kit bashes and they could do, you know, other various things with. So I'm going to kick off. It's been a while since we discussed a uh, an actual supplement for it because guess what? About a month or two ago, Realm Book 2, The Psychotropics came out and I wanted to start discussing that. There lies a continent in the southwest of the ether realm called the Psychotropics, a place where madness grows like vines. This region is home to five key areas, which all share the psychedelic flora and fauna that makes this place unique. They're called the Sacred Pools, the Sand Sea, Swamps of Sadness, Headstone Beach, and Mudflats. So, this area is generally hot, sticky, and humid, with dense foliage and hidden creatures that bring death at every turn. Doesn't that sound fun? Um, this is generally a, like a jungle region, and it's hot and sticky, like you would imagine. It is home to an unlimited amount of mind-altering substances. This continent is very treacherous for travelers. From hallucinogenic pollen drifting in the wind, to honey-sweet droplets of narcotics hanging on leaves. You must be wary when in this region. Mostly covered in palm trees and thick jungle brush, this continent is difficult to navigate, but also holds untold treasures. 
The first area we'll be discussing is the Sacred Pools, which is a awesome, awesome place if you have uh, any sort of ailments or anything like that. You'll see why in a moment. The gigantic reservoirs of iridescent water on the north end of the Psychotropics have amazing qualities, if you can survive. Long known for their curative properties, these pools are one of the few places in the ether realm that hold a benefit for travelers. But as with everything in this terrible dimension, it also is home to treachery and peril. Warm, sweet breezes blow from the water, and the pools are a sight to behold as they shimmer in the sunlight. Rainbows of every color cascade across the surfaces as they ebb and flow, and exotic birds fly above. It, doesn't that sound nice? The magical water in these pools is known to cure disease, mutations, and even disfigurement that is otherwise permanent. So if you lost your hand and you went to sleep with a lost hand, you would wake up with a lost hand permanently. But guess what? You could go to the sacred pools and get that healed. There's a couple catches, though. Unfortunately, tra travelers only see these wonderful sights if they make it to the sacred pools. For miles around, danger lurks in the thick underbrush as dozens of plunderbuns wait in hiding to attack, rob, rape, or kidnap pilgrims to this wonderful place. For obvious reasons, this area is well-known and talked about all over the ether realm. Scores of people make daring attempts every day to make it to the pools, but the evil that men do outweighs the good to be had. While there are always a few that make it to the pools through cunning, planning, or just luck, most do not make it. So you see that pretty much every day here is a mad dash to get to the sacred pools in hopes of having all of your terrible diseases or ailments cured. Um, but people kind of ruin it for you. In contrast to the beautiful imagery of the amazing pools, gunfire, screams, and even explosions make up the background noise for this otherwise serene place. Let's talk about the creeps. The plunderbuns that hide among the dense landscape around the pools are called creeps. They have become experts at navigating thick underbrush, moving silently, and setting traps for poor travelers. The major factions don't bother with these people too much, though they aren't above buying the creeps slaves, narcotics, or sacred water. Occasionally, a high priestess from the cult of the One Mother, or a lieutenant of Ephraim's Consortium, or some other high-ranking person will find the need to come here. In which case, the creeps give them free passage to do their business. They aren't stupid, after all. There are dozens of small factions in this area that are relatively similar in their gang-style organization. The Psychos, the Slaughter Fists, the Pool Boys, the Silence, and the Invisikillers, just to name a few. Doesn't all of that sound really inviting? Uh, I think that's pretty much it for tonight, discussing the Sacred Pools and discussing the uh, supplement number two, the uh, Realms of the Ether Realm, uh, Lands of the Ether Realm book two. And uh, I think that's basically where we're going to stop tonight. So thank you, as always, for listening to the entire Warhammer, Pimpcron Warhammer podcast. And I greatly appreciate that you take the time to listen to me jibber jabber on and on and on about various topics i will see you next week at 3 a.m eastern standard time on podbean stitcher itunes spotify soundcloud all those places um you know where to find me come find me at 3 a.m on eastern standard time next monday and i will be here again this is episode 27 and it has been a blast <laughs>